Hey, I just got one question for you. Are you as bold as a four-year-old? The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome to the pantry. Jesus, not junk, period. (laughs) (laughs) And there is a lot of junk in this worldly trunk. (laughs) Yes, there is so much going on. And rather than getting deep into all that specific sauce, we're going to just continue trudging forward because we're a show about staples, the staples that see you through all the specifics that go on. So no matter what goes on, you've got the right staples in the pantry. And so today we're talking about boldness. Ooh, boldness. Pantry is a cool place for me, at least, because that's always... Even before Christ, it was the kitchen. But even after Christ now, I still regress to the kitchen. I'm like, let me just go in the kitchen and like whip something up. I know. Like there'll be times we're doing like a social something in our house and he just disappears and suddenly he's just making bread. And you're like, did you need, did we need bread? He's like, nah, I just needed a way. (laughs) And I'm like, well, cool. Now we got bread. Another rhyme. A way to get away. (laughs) I know, right? That's like Pitbull rhyming Kodak with Kodak. Not really a way and way. There's an A in front of a way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no okay anyway. fine i'll give it to you i'll right, give it to boldness, you but boldness. anyway boldness like boldness. so so I, this is actually really close to home and yes. it was really inspiring right uh obviously you know we do have a four-year-old so are you as bold as a four-year-old it comes Yo, from something real like for real I want to be like her. No, <laughs> no, I. There are texts that can be screenshot where I say, "Y'all, I, I am convicted. I'm not ashamed. I'm not living in guilt. I'm not beating myself up, but I am convicted, and I need prayer that in this area I'm more like my daughter rather than the other way around." And a brief story because it's been happening a lot lately, and I've been micro convicted a few times, but this time really I leaned in. I was like, "Okay, this is it. God's been doing this." I'm praising what's going on, what he's doing in our daughter's life, mm. but I want some of this boldness too. So that faith, faith as a child, faith right? like a child, yeah, right? Like a child. So, yeah. you know, we go out and about in the world. We homeschool her. I mean, she's only four and a half, but we're still like in that mentality. And so we're out and about a lot, and we're at a lot of playgrounds. And around this time of year, we get to meet people who, who for one reason or another, their kids are home with them. We meet people. And this is the second time that Kalia's boldness has opened the conversation to Christ that I can then continue on with, you know, adult lingo and understanding, but she kicks it off. This time we had a play date in our house with someone and she brings out the Bible. We've been praying. We pray for everyone we know pretty much, you know, and so she's been really praying about it. She brings out her Bible and she's like, here, I brought my Bible out. And I was like, oh, well, thanks, honey. Cause me and the mom were sitting at the table. She's like, I want you to read my Bible to her. And inwardly, I'm like melting. I'm like, oh, that's pressure real quick. And, and I was like, well, maybe right now she might not want that. And that's when the other mom kind of stepped in and the conversation about the Bible and everything yeah. kind of flourished. And we found out that there's roots there and interest there and desire. And long story short, they might be coming to our church for a visit and it's amazing. And it all started not because of my boldness, not because of my finesse trying to weave it into the conversation, but because of the love and devotion of a four-year-old who knows that the people that she has met and fallen in love with need Jesus too. And, and you know, it goes back to, we're talking about boldness, right? And mm-hmm. proclaiming the kingdom. Uh, Acts 28, 31 says, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching 
about the Lord Jesus Christ with mm-hmm. all boldness and without hindrance. You Woo! Know, she does it. Walks up to just people. I know. <laughs> now, it's look, amazing. Now, now we are an evangelistic church. And I'm, I have look, her. And dad, we do share I, as I a have family. No problem. <laughs> right. Getting out there and sharing. And but like sometimes I even sit there and I'm like, okay, is it time? Is it not time? And you start playing these mental gymnastics of like, when is the right time? You work yourself into time? this weird spot. Right. And you totally into, the, into that spot. And here comes the little one. You know, we love Jesus. <laughs> and it's just like, just automatic, goes right to it. And I start asking myself the same way you do. It's like, why am I hesitant? Do I really like it? is this as good as I really believe it is? Yeah. Because I believe it's good. Yes. And I believe that all people should have Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, will they? Of course not. But I'm saying that's my heart. That's my desire. That's my everything. And yet, sometimes it's that little like, <laughs> and yeah. you just freeze up and you don't say what's necessary at the time. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking like, okay, is it that she has a lot of boldness despite the fear or does she lack fear? Ah, And that also took me to that reflective place because she's seen her dad and me, more her dad, but me too, share Christ and ask questions and breach the topic in a loving way because we just don't want to see people have an eternity without God, right? That's really why we do it. It's not always someone Mm. we're going to see ever again, but we just, it's on our hearts and we do it. And in that moment, she doesn't see what it could cost us because if they do reject us, we kind of just shrug it off, especially because our daughter's there, but more because we're at a point where we just shrug it off. But she doesn't see the internal conflict that might've led up to it. She doesn't have that that basis of like, oh, the horror stories of what could right. happen, whatever. She doesn't have that. So she doesn't have that to base it off of it. So is it boldness or innocence, right? I think it's a mix of both. Mm. I think as she gets older, the boldness it'll become more bold than innocent because she'll realize the cost sometimes right. or the or the risk. But at this point, that's why I give myself some grace because I have all these things I'm <laughs> battling in my mind. Yeah. But it's still worth being inspired because as it says in Luke ten two, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Mm. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest and not just to send out laborers, but to make me a laborer and to give me that boldness. And so I, I started asking others to pray that I have that boldness. And it's, it's always good, too, that that doesn't turn into desperation. Right. <laughs> right. right. Because I, tact I, I has a like, place. Ta- yeah, tact. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, I, and, and to give props to all my other Christian brothers and sisters out there that sometimes come out a little hard and, 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 and sound a little crusty. <laughs> and, it, there is a desire, though. And it, yeah. it all boils down to that same desire. But I like that because there is balance here. Mm-hmm. Right now, I would say the same thing, that she doesn't necessarily have that fear because has anyone really hardcore rejected her yet? No. Has someone st- stood in her face that I don't care who you serve or who you believe in. You're, he's fake and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. No, she has not. Has she ever sparred right. apologetically with an right. atheist? Nah. No. But, <laughs> but see, God, but God was pointing something out in these verses. You know, when you, when he says, truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God is like a child, like a child shall not enter it. There is a basic, a basic, like, okay, see, basic y'all. God has basic foundations, right? Believe in me. Mm-hmm. Love, love, you know, love me. You know, if you love me, you'll keep my commands, right? Love him, you know, yeah. and listen to him and believe in him and, and take this thing that is unseen and, and, and apply it like it's seen. And, and people just 
sometimes can't can't grasp that, and so I understand that. Yeah. But she, now again, upbringing too. Oh, absolutely. You know, like she's seeing, and you know what? We can sit there and say, oh well, you know, because I know that I've been told I brainwashed my child. Okay, well, no. <laughs> Were you told that on Twitter? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the Twitter. <laughs> and, and, oh, I'm sorry, and, the X. Gotta love X. And hold on. And it really impacted me. No. Mute. Anyways. Everybody influences what their kid believes. Right. We influence, but watch this. What she gets to see, though, she gets to see this fruit because not only are we we walking it at home and saying that Jesus, you know, we're praying at home and, and saying Jesus is real. Jesus is real. But she is. She has enough comp- comprehension that she has been able to see people that you've interacted with, mm-hmm. that I've interacted with. Right. Go through huge changes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and gets to watch the testimonies that are coming out of people's lives. Yeah. And I don't know, our four year old, she gets it like she. So she's not just like, Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible. To, that girl will come out and be like, no, you don't understand. You know, people go to heaven, they go to hell. <laughs> and so you need Jesus. Yeah. Like she just I think that's the big thing that really because what. <laughs> what guides her, what pushes her to do this? Because we've never said doing this gets you a good job, honey. I didn't tell her good job, honey, when she did it, right? Right. Like I'm not, I'm not like, good job, here's $5, good job, here's some cake. Like I'm not rewarding her for doing this. We've never made her think that God gives you extra if you do it or that you're in trouble if you don't do it. What has, what is her motivation? And based on what she has prayed over the last few months, and the window I've seen, because this is the second, third mm. family, um, this in the last 12 months that she's kind of done this around. It's a genuine love and desire right. for them to have no. a relationship yeah. with Jesus. And what's cool is it's not just that she doesn't want them to end up in hell. It's that she wants them to have Jesus. Right, to end up with Jesus. Right? right. Because there's, an, there's, there's people who they literally just want this because they don't want hell because right. hell sounds scary. Right. And then the big moment that it's a click moment is, no, I want a relationship with you. I want to be restored in my relationship with God. That's the true gift, not avoiding hell. That's a gift, (laughs) but having God is the true gift. And that's what she wants for them. So for me, really just my heart for other humans, Mm. my heart for other people, my heart for other souls and continuously praying, knowing that that's aligned with his will and that the answer is yes and amen. His will Mm. is not for me to just have a hard heart for people, meaning this is a prayer I can pray. I can actually say, Lord, give me more boldness and confidence. Mm. Help me not fear the rejection and give me opportunities to go out there and minister. And that's why it's it's so exciting to see it in our daughter. Mm. You it's know, just a lot of exciting. Yeah, things. like the whole sucking the finger, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh like, yeah, like like the whole sucking the finger. Okay, so she's she's prayed prayers when she's hurt herself, and then she looks at me. She goes, "Why isn't Jesus answering my prayer? It still hurts, <laughs> right?" And but then she on the other side of that, so we're at prayer night. And all of a sudden, she wants to pray for sucking finger. She she sucked this. her thumb realizes, for four years. Yeah, and she realizes four years that, that she realized though that by putting her fingers in her mouth, she was getting sick. Like she can't, you know, she comes to these these conclusions because it, she sees it. She prays for it. We didn't even like recognize. We didn't it. pressure her. I haven't no. brought up anything. Yeah. I actually started praying to God because I was like. 
it can impact her teeth. Kids might make fun of her. It like it's not the best coping mechanism. Germs, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, Lord, I it's above my pay grade to help her with this because there's so many things you could try. Whatever. I was like, Lord, just I trust you with this, and I let it go like eight months ago. Yeah. I stopped bringing it up, and then right. she on prayer night brings it up. And I ain't gonna lie, that's a proud daddy moment because I, I, me and Pastor, because she confessed yeah, it Pastor, out loud. Right, me and Pastor Zeke are the ones who receive the prayer request. We pray over them. Yeah. And so she confesses this out. She goes, "I want to pray for me sucking my finger." She said it loud too, right? Sucking had, my thumb. Yeah, my thumb. Yeah, my thumb. And, and you know what? Four days later, Michelle. We're driving, and she's and, like, I haven't sucked my thumb in four days. Right, and like, we hadn't even recognized it. Like, we hadn't even noticed. <laughs> like, I wasn't even paying attention to that. It's like, it was crazy. But she's getting these testimonies. So, not only in seeing it in other lives, but her own life. Mm -hmm. And then she's, she's starting to taste and see. Yeah. I think one of my favorite verses is Psalm 30, 34, right? Yep. Verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. Right? Blessed is the man who takes refuge, refuge in him. It's like, that's how I feel. Yeah. And that is what, when I go out to talk to people, because that's, I want them to be in a relationship. Yeah, I can sit there and say, I don't want nobody in hell and cry about it, whatever. But no, I, I want people to experience his goodness that no matter what we go through, like we're talking about at the beginning of this whole thing, mm -hmm. like we can talk about the world, but we're not going to. We're going to talk about what's in our pantry, right? Mm -hmm. What's in our cookbook? What's in our Bible? How are we going to produce the recipes? You know, how do we, how do we put these recipes together for success and, and, and to come to joy and come to these, these fruitions or and, not fruitions, but fruits mm -hmm. that come from, from being in a relationship. Right. That's where it comes. And then what's cool is when you get through that, you're like, okay, cookbook, you know, where now, let me tell you something. Not all cookbooks are good. <laughs> Not all cookbooks are good. Not all recipes are good. Right. But as you start to really understand the love of God and his attributes and who he is and, and how he speaks. And that's in, you know, he speaks in all kinds of ways, but how he speaks. But when he speaks, it's always from love. You start to be able to piece this together, right? You can look at these, these recipes of life, right? right? right. And say, is this good? Is this bad? How can it be adjusted? What am I looking for in this? So that when the, when the outcome comes, you know that you've been walking with the right person. You've been walking with Christ. Right. And also with that recipe, is it a recipe that you're going to actually make for you and mm -hmm. your family? Right. That's one step. Right. But then once you know how good it is, how great it is, are you going to start passing it on? Mm. You know, it's good. like I think that that's the other thing that you need. You, you need the right cookbook with the right recipes in your pantry. You can throw out the ones that are outdated, proven false, unhealthy and toxic. And you can keep the one, the Bible that actually has all of this. But then are you going to pass it on? Are you going to share those recipes or hoard them? Right. Are you going to, Ooh, you know, be it's, it's my secret family recipe. Right. Right. Share the thing. I know. Like bless people with this. Right. Like why are, why is your family the only family that gets to partake in such deliciousness? Right. Just cause grandma probably found it in a cookbook once herself and added nutmeg to make it her own or something, you know, like no offense if she came up with it on her own. Okay. But like, I'm just saying like how many original recipes can there be? There is nothing new under the sun. Bam, oh, right. No. <laughs> so I think that in these kind of situations, you know, I think there were two, I read Jude and second Peter today. Cause there, there, there's a lot of similarities okay. between the two. Like Jude borrows a lot right, from second right. Peter. Um, but 
in second Peter, but you must not forget this one thing, dear friends, a day is like a thousand mm. years to the Lord and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think the one about, you know, bringing right. judgment and finalizing things. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. And then in Jude 1, mm. 22 and 23, and you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Mm. Often, sometimes Kalia encounters someone yeah. whose faith is wavering. They, they know Jesus, but then they've kind of like detached for a little bit. That's still someone who needs right. the gospel right. again, right? Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment and show mercy to still others, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. Mm. Go out there and like, just give love to these people, right? Like, like Kalia does, you know, we can, we can start if you're too scared to do that, if, if it's still the stakes seem higher, you don't feel like you're capable of knowing the answers people might ask, just start asking God today mm. to give it to you. That's what I have started today, right? That's what I'm praying for, to have the boldness of a child. And I pray for us that we are more Christ-like mm -hmm. because we are repping even to our own child. Right. And so when we have these recipes and we put them together, share them. Don't be afraid to share them. Be bold as a child. That's oh, she just made me so. I'm sorry, y'all. Proud, proud, proud dad. But but you know, it's it's just a matter of God, though. I I don't take the credit. I say all glory goes to God. And so look, they watch you, they copy you, and they walk like you. That's what kids do. So we have options. So go out there and live for Christ. Amen. Amen. You can support us at patreon.com slash the pantry podcast. Help us get out to more people and put a little more time and effort into more episodes. And you can get all of the show notes at the pantry podcast.com. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted and Eternity Ready Radio.